Hello everyone, welcome to Screen Scream. I'm Viola. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about movies that I've been looking forward to myself recently, and they're pretty diverse. In newly released session, I'm going to talk about Asian movies, and in Top Double O Seven session, I will introduce Taiwanese movie, Malaysian movie, and Hollywood movie. So without further ado, let's listen to the introduction of the first new movie we're going to talk about today. December twelfth, the day. Political drama film based on a true event after the assassination of President Park. The attempted coup leads to a conflict between military leaders. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is a Korean movie. It's adapted from a Korean historical true event. A political coup happened on December. Although the incident happens in modern history, it actually happened long before I was born. It happened in 1979. The reason why I want to watch this movie is that it's created by the same crew of Deliver Us from Evil. They spent 27 billion NT dollars to create this movie. Besides, the movie features A-listed stars, including Huang Zhongmin. Chong Usong, Lee Sung Min, and if you've seen Moving on Disney Plus recently, you will know Kim Sung Woon. Just by looking at the cast, you will look forward to this movie. No kidding. Since the movie itself is about the coup, the interaction between the two leaders would be very interesting. One is the leader of the rebel, who's played by Huang Zhong Min, and the person who's against it. Is the chief officer of Seoul. The movie's about the night hours they fight against each other. Basically, these two groups of people are equally competitive, but still they have to risk their lives to fight against each other. And this is the hottest war you could call it a war. Happens in the capital of Korea. So I assume the whole movie happens in just one night. People love to say that Koreans are very brave to make movies to criticize their government or to criticize their politics. And I would say December twelfth, the day, is similar to that kind of movie. It's kind of like the Korean version of The Spring of Prague. So if you like movies that are based on true stories, just like me, you probably will love this movie. And like I mentioned, if you love any of these Korean A-listed actors, you definitely should watch it because whenever they play in a film or a TV series, I would definitely watch it because it's kind of a guarantee, quality guarantee. All in all, if you're interested in Korean movies or you just love to see something that's based on true story, I highly recommend you to watch. December twelfth, the day this weekend. Our second new movie today is a Japanese movie. Let's check out the introduction. Rasko does not dream of a knapsack kid. It's March, and there's only one month left in the third semester. Sakura Asagawa attended the graduation ceremony of his girlfriend Mai Sakurajima. As he waits for Mai on the shore of Shichiri Kahama, an elementary school student who looks just like Mai from her childhood days appears in front of him. Uncle, who is it? Is this dream or a vision? 
Sakura is reminiscing about his mysterious experience when he received a phone call from his father. It's about my mother. She said she wanted to meet Kaede. It was a wish to see her from Kaede's mother, who had been hospitalized for a long time because she could not fully accept what had happened to her. In response to his mother's wishes, he decides to meet her mother with Kaede, but he cannot hide his nervousness at the opportunity to meet her for the first time in a while. An unfamiliar scar appears on Sakura's body. Is this a harbinger of a new adolescent syndrome? The second new movie we're going to talk about is a Japanese anime. Some people may think that this movie is for otaku, I thought the same the first time I heard this name because it talks about adolescent syndrome. So you may think, oh my god, is this a movie about high school boys who dream about having a girlfriend all the time? Well, I wouldn't say you're wrong, but the movie's not only about this. After I watched the prequel of this movie, I went back to finish the whole TV series and I realized that. This series is actually much deeper than I thought. It not only talks about how high school boys would dream of having a girlfriend, it also talks about bully at school, or peer pressure, or anxiety related to school performances. Things like this that could happen at school, especially in Asia in general, or in Japan because it's a Japanese anime. So actually, this series is very serious. As we heard in the introduction, the protagonist is going to attend his girlfriend's graduation ceremony. Why is that? Because the protagonist is actually dating his fellow senior. So the protagonist is a junior and his girlfriend is a senior. And that's the reason why she's going to graduate one year before the protagonist. And that is also why the protagonist says that he's going to apply to the same college as his girlfriend so that they could continue their school life. As to the elementary school student that looks like Ma'i's childhood days, let me briefly explain that. Basically, this series is related to time travel. It's not really time travel, but whenever there's somebody from the past or from the future comes to visit the protagonist, actually they have some problems for the protagonist to solve for them. Something needs to be changed in the protagonist era so that what's in the past or in the future could be altered. I can imagine that this episode is going to talk about how the protagonist and his sister Kaede meet their mom whom they haven't met for a long time. That's probably the main topic of this episode. Whether you've watched the other episodes of this series or not, I can guarantee you that you will love this series. Before we move on to Top 007 and talk about more movies that I've been looking forward to, let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3, Wish. Top 2, Abang Adik. And we had two top ones. Napoleon and The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. There aren't too many changes to the chart, but there are some new faces. So let's check out top 7 to top 4. Top 6, Trouble Girl. Top 5, 
Godzilla minus one. Top four, Abang Adi. This bus has hit the boss for how much money? We want to buy a motor license, but we can't. Once again, there are only three movies in this part of the chart, so top three to top one is still very crowded. Since I've already seen Trouble Girl and Abang Adi, you may think that of course I'm going to talk about Godzilla minus one. But the thing is, there's no plan for it to be published in Taiwan yet. I don't know what the problem is, but actually there's a Godzilla film festival going on in Taiwan, so maybe you will be able to see Godzilla minus one there. But today I'm just going to go through all these three movies and give you a brief understanding of each of them. First of all, top six, Trouble Girl. This is the movie in which the leading actress won the best actress in a leading role at Golden Horse Awards. As the youngest winner, I would say her performances were really great, but the story itself is a little bit chaotic. Secondly, top five, Godzilla minus one. Besides the fact that it's not going to be released in Taiwan, like I mentioned, actually it's pretty popular in the U.S. It's really surprising, and it's critically acclaimed. So I guess. Sooner or later, it's going to be released in Taiwan, and a lot of people really love this kind of special shooting style for Japanese movies. But if you live in Taiwan, you won't be able to watch it in the near future. Last but not least, Abang Adik. I've already talked about it a few weeks ago, and I have to say the storyline is much better than Trouble Girl. And the leading actor who won the best actor at the Golden Horse Awards. Also, his performances were excellent. Anyway, all these three movies are worth watching. But now let's move on to top three to top one and talk about the movie that I've been looking forward to. Top three, Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. We just need to simplify. Wonka. I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people. Top two, Napoleon. I'm not built like other men. Top one, The Hunger Games, the ballad of songbirds and snakes. The Hunger Games. They're to punish the districts. Those tributes don't have a choice. That's right. We have four movies from top three to top one this week. And Renaissance of Fame by Beyonce is going to be released in Taiwan on December twenty-first. So let's talk about it later. So far, I've talked about Napoleon and The Hunger Games. So today, I'm going to talk about Wonka, be it the movie version in nineteen seventy-one or the original book. The European happy vibe filled the story. So director wants to create a wonderful city for. This movie as well. The 1971 movie version was played by Johnny Depp. It was filmed in Germany, and actually the director wanted to set the background of this movie in a city of Central Europe. Well, is Germany Central Europe? I thought Germany is kind of Western Europe, but anyway, that's what the director wanted to do. But eventually, he decided to shoot. In England's studio, 
to create the most magical city for delicacies and chocolate. Also, in order to align with the author's idea, there aren't only rich people in the city. Although the city is very prosperous, there are still poor people, and that's the reason why Wang Kao is bullied for wanting to open a chocolate shop in the city. Every corner of the city is full of danger. The main character of this movie, Wonka, is a very skillful and strange young man. He always wears this lousy hat and wears tuxedo, but he's the greatest magician, inventor, and chocolate maker in the world. Compared to the Wonka in the original story, the character in the movie is also cynical, but he's also very innocent, and he's always excited. Wonka is starred by Timothy Chalamet. He's not only super good at acting, the director also praises his attitude at the studio for being sincere and paying attention to details. Why so? He would not only check his own performances, but he would also check the technical needs from lighting department or cinematography department to adjust his own performances and angles. That's amazing. I think Timothy Chalamet is definitely one of the best actors to cooperate with for the crew. One of my friends really wanted to watch Wonka with sand. Well, what does that mean? The movie theater would spray chocolate sand throughout the movie, but my classmate from grad school said that it's not worth it. So if you want to watch Wonka, I recommend that you watch the regular version. That's good enough. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like the movie that I look forward to myself. And don't forget to come back same time next week here at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.